I'm sitting down today with Professor Fred Chen. He's an ophthalmologist and a researcher at the Lions Eye Institute. And we're here right in the heart of Perth City at the Royal Australian New Zealand Congress for Ophthalmology. Good morning, Professor Chen. How are you? Good morning, Helen. I'm well, thank you. Okay. Now, um, what brings you to this Congress? Uh, I'm the uh, joint co-convener of the uh, 49th Annual Scientific Congress. And uh, together with Dr. Angus Turner, we have been working on this uh, events for the last two years right. to bring around a thousand delegates from all around Australia and New Zealand to uh, showcase the uh, discoveries and the translation of our vision science research and to educate ophthalmologists and uh, health carers in uh, vision, vision related diseases. Now at the Lions Eye Institute I understand that it's mantra is the prevention, the treatment, and hopefully the elimination of blindness. Is that something that um, you see possible with what you are discovering at this, con at this Congress? So this Congress updates us on the latest technology and application of this in uh, precisely those uh, aspects of work that we're involved in. Yeah. Uh, it's um, generate more interest among uh, the scientists who are working on this field by um, you know, sharing ideas and also uh, allowing the ophthalmologists in applying this new knowledge to the patients that they see day to day. Right, so at the heart of the whole issue is really treating the people who are affected with um, different types of uh, vision impairments. Now, your field of work, you're a researcher yourself. Tell us a little bit and give us a summary of the sort of work that you're involved with and what you're researching. Yes. Uh, I'm a uh, clinician scientist, so half of my time is involved in basic research and the other half time is uh, seeing patients and hopefully translate those research that we've uh, been working on into a benefit uh, for these patients. Uh, the main areas of research that we have been working on over the last six years since I came back from London are uh, clinical trials for uh, various retinal diseases, mainly macular degeneration, uh, imaging and analysis of uh, images that we have taken of patients over time to detect very subtle progression of disease processes and finally uh, using technology in stem cell to understand and uh, develop treatments. Now let's go through these three areas in more details. Mm -hmm. With the stem cell, uh, we initially started looking at using adult stem cells. Uh, these adult stem cells uh, can be converted into neural stem cells or even retinal stem cells and we have been working on testing them in models uh, where uh, there is a degeneration of the retina and we have shown transplantation of these cells into these models uh, can prevent further progression. And this particular model uh, has MER-TK mutation, so it's a, it's a gene that causes defects in the recycling of photoreceptor cell components. And there are some individuals out there with precisely this kind of mutation, so it's potential can be translated to treat, treating these patients. Furthermore, uh, we have been fortunate to be in this era where there's an explosion of technology in stem cell, uh, particularly generating pluripotent, which are embryonic-like stem cells from adults. Now, as opposed to adult stem cells, these pluripotent stem cells can become any 
tissue of the body. We can't generate a whole human being, but we can generate in our laboratory the heart cells, brain cells, retinal cells, and uh, plus many others uh, you know, if we wanted to. What this allows us to do is to, instead of waiting for the patient to die to collect their retina to study the disease, we can now study them uh, just taking a skin sample, uh, look at how the retina develops in the petri dish, how we can test new drugs in the petri dish without exposing the patients to potentially toxic side effects and screen them to see which one works the best. Uh, furthermore, we can uh, correct the mutations in these cells to generate healthy retina and one day our hope is to be able to put these cells back into patients without the mutation because we have corrected them already. And so that's the long-term plan uh, in our stem cell research. Now to make this a reality, we also need to do this other arms of research which we're doing, which is monitoring patients. Now there are some patients who are not progressing and they're very happy with what they have now and has noticed no change in their vision for 20-30 years. Whilst others have noticed slow decline, which currently is very difficult to measure. Uh, we have now many different kind of cameras of the, which allows us to look at the retina in detail. And uh, in the last five to ten years, this technology has enabled us to monitor changes within the short time frame, like two to three years, rather than in the past with a color photograph, it may be ten years before we can see a change. Now, if we can pick up these individuals who are progressing within the next two to four, even five years, we can then potentially choose these people as the first candidates to test new therapies. Whilst others who are stable, we'll leave them alone uh, until we have technologies that allows us to replace the missing cells and transplant them. Uh, and, and the final uh, aspect of the uh, work is clinical trials. We currently at Lions have uh, about 30 clinical trials ongoing. Uh, many of these are, are uh, based in, um, in the clinic uh, where patients are given either placebo or the active ingredients. Now this facility has been set up many many years ago and has been growing over the years. It's important that we keep this facility because when a new therapy such as gene therapy or stem cell therapy comes along, uh, they will not come to our institution unless we have this infrastructure in place and and therefore you know it, it is our uh, hope that uh, we can continue work even though it's in areas like macular degeneration diabetes that by maintaining the infrastructure of a clinical trials unit we can then um, offer patients with rare diseases uh, to have novel treatments Right. So it's not only just the body of knowledge, it's also having the right facility in place That's right. in order for this to move forward. Yes. Right. Now, um, how far have we come and how long do you think it might be in terms of finding some breakthrough in the aspects of prevention and treatment? Yes. We have come a long way, although most of my patients don't believe me. <laughs> uh, they, so there's, there's skeptics still out there? Yes, and, and I can understand that because a lot of discoveries has been, been made in the laboratory. Mm -hmm. uh, some have made into clinic, but very little has made into treatment. 
the, the most significant discovery was the gene that causes uh, retinitis pigmentosa. And that's, that's me. And that's, you know, it's many, many years ago, decades ago. From one gene, we now know there are probably a hundred genes that can cause this kind of condition. Uh, and every month, every week, there'll be new discoveries happening. But how does that actually translate to treatment? Well, by understand, by knowing the gene and understanding how the gene affects the cells, we can then study uh, the processes that leads to loss of cell. Uh, there are the technologies now available to study that in the petri dish, as I mentioned before, growing retina in the petri dish. Whereas before, it required taking retina from patients or even generating animals with that particular mutation. And this, this takes a long time. And so, you know, a drug that was developed 20 years prior may eventually become a reality. Now, that was probably several decades ago. It takes 20 to 30 years to translate a discovery. However, today, the stem cells that are being put into human eye in a clinical trial was only discovered 10 years ago. Mm. Right, so the duration from laboratory discovery to patient trial has now compressed down to about a decade. So we're seeing shorter turnarounds now. That's right, yes. Right, okay. So we're pretty much in a good space and um, there's still lots of hope for people who are sufferers of different types of um, problems with their vision, would you yeah. say? Yes, correct. And uh, the gene therapy trials are ongoing in the state and US uh, for conditions such as coronaremia. There is a gene therapy ongoing. Yeah. Stargardt's disease, uh, which is by far the most common form of inherited renal disease, there is a gene therapy ongoing. And then there are much rarer conditions similarly have uh, been tested in gene therapy. Well, we're all excited to find out a little bit more and I know you'll be presenting your paper this afternoon and we look forward to learning more from you, Professor Fred Chen. Thank you. Thank you for your time. So we've been here talking to Professor Fred Chen from the Lions Eye Institute at the Royal Australian New Zealand Congress for Ophthalmology. We'll speak soon again. Goodbye and good luck.